This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. future we're talking real money hello and welcome to the show the talking real money show i'm don mcdonald tom cox over there this is the show that becomes a podcast every week on uh on mondays and tuesdays most of the time not the coming however, mondays yeah you're getting however, out of the country well no this show this show Goof will be off. okay okay this one will be okay it's just the next few weeks um i'm gonna be out of the country and therefore i won't get the fee i'm still gonna edit the show while i'm traveling <laughs> i wish you weren't we and by the way trust tom to do that i sold all to cash yesterday because i was worried about how the markets might respond to you being outside being out of the, the country country so yeah I'm well the european markets cash. will do incredibly well oh yeah you should have moved international up. yeah you should have moved i'm sticking with my ukrainian war bonds not moving so you won't. We won't have Monday podcasts on the. Uh, well, what are the dates? I'll tell you right oh, now. Oh, for crying out loud! Uh, let's. I'd like to. Let's see the twenty twenty something. Okay. The thirty first and the seventh. Yeah, that sounds right. That's it. Okay, but we yeah. will have so the live show on Saturday. And I will be here. Tom doing will it. be doing the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the other day, I will edit the shows up. So the we'll have Tuesday, Wednesday shows, and then a podcast, and then I'm making a bunch of Q and As. I just did a a Q&A for the future today. It was a good one. You're going to like this one. You'll like this one. It's got a great section on crypto. Yeah, it's really good. Never miss it. I think I mentioned mentioned soccer in this one, I think. Well, there's a reason to tune in right there. Yeah, you know Tom will be there. And you know how important that is to him. And speaking (laughs) of important, we know how important it is. And I do mean of incredible importance of premier importance of top of the line importance that you we us save money invest well for one 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 goal there is only one that really really matters in the grand scheme of things this is should be the number one goal for your future dollars and that is tom that would be retirement but the problem is so many people get sucked into this other thing called paying for college it's it's yeah. the numbers still shock me. Six out of ten Americans are retiring later, so they can pay college tuition. Forty one percent had money taken from their retirement accounts to pay tuition for their kids to uh, their kids schooling. Four out of ten. I mean, that's a shockingly large number. And so this and does I hate come to say up. I'm going to join that number. Yeah, well, sorry to hear that. I am. And, and, I, and I'm in the first number a little bit because I have a 15-and-a-half-year-old, so I'm going to keep working for a while and creating some. But she has a she has a large 529. And speaking of that, households, there are 14-and-a-half million 529s open with a total of $425 billion, with a B, assets under management. Now, you think that would be enough to pay for kids' school, but not it's considering not. how expensive school yeah. is. It's you should sick. have a you should have a kid going to NYU if you want to see expensive. So this oh, always I takes, do. <laughs> oh, that's good. This always brings us to this point, and I know it's been in the news a lot lately, and that is okay. 
So you're going to be a hard you-know-what and not take yep. money out of your retirement account. What do I do? What does my kid do? Well, uh, okay, one of the things we did make Tori do, a couple of things. One, we're telling we're going to help her a little, but I mean, she's she's got to get a job. So she's she's working toward a work study program at NYU. Okay. So yep. she'll have to work there. They pay really well in the work study program. It's like 25 bucks an hour. Nice. But it's in New York City, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, we said find every scholarship you can get your hands ah. on. Yeah. So she busted her derriere. She actually worked really hard and found a decent scholarship for, toward the two years. And then we said, for his, up to the point you can get subsidized loans. Ah, we're not going to we're, we're not going to subject her to. There was a loan that she looked at that was four percent origination, eight percent per year interest. That's just putting you behind the eight ball. I mean, and this does get because the student loan thing has been in the media a lot lately, right? They're going to start the automatic withdrawals again this fall. What does that mean to the economy, et cetera? But I will say this. If it's your retirement or your kid's college, it should be your retirement. They got to find their way. Don's right. Whether it's working, whether it's scholarships, whether it's some little bit amount of money that they borrow, they've got to do this on their own. You've got to save and keep your money to pay for your retirement because you cannot borrow for that. Your retirement must be your top priority. 855-935-TALK. Call us. Let's talk about your retirement, your future, your kids, whatever it is. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. You want a great future? You need to make the money matters work. You need to make the financial part function better. And we're here to help you do just that. We are not here to pick on the people in the industry, okay? But they just make it too easy. We're here to critique them, to criticize them. Yes, to take them to task. But I'm telling you, if somebody's doing a good job and is doing right by their, by their clients, both of us would be praising their 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 We've work. Done We've done We've it. We've done it, but it, yeah. it just doesn't happen very often. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. I'm Don. That's Tom. And this is Al. Hi, Al. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tom and Don. I'm a pretty long-time listener of your podcast. So I'm excited to get on your radio show live before you go on your trip. I've got oh, a quick I'm question. Glad. I got a quick question. I've maxed out my 401k at work. I'm 59 years old. And my question is, my wife and I have an extra 15000 we can invest. Should I invest in a non-deductible 
IRA or should I start a non-deductible IRA with my Fidelity account or just should I just do a brokerage taxable account? Wow, that is a great question. I don't know that I have a good answer to that because All right, I have a good is, answer. Okay, then please do. Uh, yeah. Is the money for go is the money going to be earmarked for retirement? Ah, okay. Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Then, then the first thing yeah. I would do is backdoor Roth for the two of you. Right? Yes, I Am I, I missing asked something? My, I I thought about that and I asked my accountant and I've got too much in a traditional IRA from a previous job. I had oh, a so IRA. you're going to get yeah. slammed. Oh, never yeah, mind. All right, then that's, that, that's yeah. plan B. Oh, plan B is much easier. <laughs> plan B is a lot easier. ETFs in a in your Fidelity brokerage account. Yeah. All right, ETFs in the Fidelity brokerage. Great. Well, that yep. answers my question. And I'll be calling because I'm pretty sure I've got hodgepodgeitis. But I'll, I'll be calling at some point. Thanks. We have we have found the cure for that. Yes, it, I just it took it years of research. It took years of research, thousands of man hours, tireless work on the part of scientists around the world, and we have solved we have solved the debilitating problem of hodgepodgeitis. Thank you so wow. much for your call, Al. You're so good. Where we were you in my you. first marriage? You could have solved that. I could have, I could have taken care of it all, but no one let me. Uh, you know, Don to the rescue. Now, Vic to the question. Hey, Vic, welcome to the show. Uh, it's pretty simple. I've been just gradually, I'm 75, and gradually pushing myself over to target date funds. Uh, like Paul Merriman says, you don't have, you got other things in your life you want to deal with. So you guys mentioned earlier that everybody is moving towards ETFs and how they're going to be the, the major investment vehicle. Well, will that happen with target date funds, or are we just going to be left out there still in mutual funds? Wow, that's a good question. I, Again, you're stumping the stock. Well, no, I think that's it's going to happen. That's not up to me. Well, no, 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 but I, I, I think it's okay, going to happen. Let's because go back. Let's go back. It's beginning there's lo- to. There's a lot of money in retirement plans. Due to the way exchange-traded funds are purchased, they have not yet figured out exactly how to use those in retirement plans at work, employer retirement plans, which is the main way TDFs or the target date funds are used mostly. Uh, And by the way, again, I'll mention this because it came up a couple of years ago. I would not use a target date fund in a taxable account because there was an instance with Vanguard a few years ago where people really got hit with a big tax bill because of something they had to yeah. do in that fund. So I wouldn't own it there. But I don't think you have anything to worry about because I think you just sit there and wait because I think what Don said at the top of the hour was I think correct. it's going to happen eventually. It'll, I it's, just think it's going dimensional's to. Dimensional is doing it. Other people are going to start moving over. You're not going to have to worry. But the reality is it's too – you don't need it right now. One, ETFs are golden. They're, from a tax standpoint, they're really great. But what you could do is just create your – I know, love Paul, we love Paul, we love the idea of target dates, but if you want to avoid the potential problems that that uh, these things have, just do an AVGE and a bond fund. And then every year, you just okay. slightly shift your allocation, because you're going to be rebalancing anyway, we hope. Yeah, it wouldn't take much it's time. It's a once-a-year yeah, process. 75, you could have half in one, half in the other, for that matter. Yeah, or 60-40, or something like that. But no, I wouldn't well, worry about you. that. I, Vic. I just wait that. to see what. Yeah, I just wait to see how it plays out because, yes, that will eventually happen because they're going to need to be in the exchange traded fund form. 
Right. And and, so and it's not so, going to be. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say the expense ratios would be even lower than with the mutual yep. funds, wouldn't they think? Yep. Oh, dramatically. And, and Dimensionals already knows it's going to cost themselves a lot of money because their their fund fees are going to be there are far higher than the ETFs. They're going to, but they but people are going to realize they've got to have that option, or they're simply going to lose the assets. So they will make it happen. Okay. Thank you so much Thank for you. the call. We really appreciate you being there. Eight five five nine three five talk. Eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. Yeah, and the fun families are going to take it in the, the shorts. The the oh the whole fun business is is changing and they know it but the fact is that it is less exp- the reason fees on ETFs are lower so the the gross revenue will come down but the net returns to these firms will very likely be higher because there is no back office to speak of yeah it's very on simple. an ETF you got the fun the, you holding the stocks yep. The biggest cost of any any fund is the is the support after yep. the sale, after the purchase. The fact that they have to send out statements even if they're in an electronic form, that they have to file all of these reports with the SEC. There's so much regulatory stuff. As we know, our business is is way too regulated in some ways, particularly at mm, our side of the business. Your money, I think it's okay. But it should be no. heavily regulated. We're upset because insurance is not properly regulated. The fact of the matter is there's a lot of regulation with ETFs. They're gonna, they are gonna get out of a lot of that because, and that's one of the things that makes a target date difficult and why we haven't seen one yet is be creating the structure whereby it shifts balance every year slightly. Uh, but I, I do believe it'll happen. I, it's not some these these people who create these things are very creative. So is it going to be that it's going to be that less expensive for a fund operator to hold? Oh gosh, yes. Because they don't actually hold the securities, right? Those are held by a third party in some ways, right? And and the so fact is, yeah, that's a good point. Th- th- there's no there's no statement requirement, none. You don't, which have is to a keep- huge expense. People don't realize. <laughs> Right. So Schwab has got that or Fidelity has got that, which they do anyway. That's their business model is statements yep. and, and custodian mm-hmm. uh, custodial work. So they, they lose all that. That's why they didn't lower the fees because they wanted to lower the fees. They lowered the fees because they could. They looked at their bottom line and said, we can give our customers an even better deal because we're not going to be doing X, Y and Z. Yeah, and an that's why time. we saw ETF funds come down. You said it was six, exactly. six trillion today and twenty trillion in mutual funds, and how long until it's the other direction? Probably it's not that change. long. And, and and this is a wonderful time to be an investor because there is so much good information available. Good information. There's too much bad too, by the way. Too much bad. But there's a lot of good stuff. The fees have come way down on everything, which means more money flowing to you. Now, if we can just get rid of some of these costly middle people that you don't need, you'll be in great shape. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you need some help with your real money issues, it's a good time to call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, particularly if you want to talk to us, because one of us is going to be gone for a few weeks. And you deserve it. The other one of us is going to be here. You've been at that microphone since Jimmy Carter was president. 
without a break, I think. Y- yes. So you should get out of town. Yes, yeah. actually, that is true. I, I know. Well, I've, time I've to get out of here, been dude. at this microphone since... Who was president Ever? in 1988? Uh, that would be uh, Mr. Uh, Bush, the first. I thought so. No, that's right. Eight, no, he's 89. A... Reagan's still president in 88. Uh, okay. okay. So I had a little... Uh, yeah. Wow. I am old if I go back to Reagan. <laughs> 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Call right now. Great time to do it. Sue, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Just found out that I can't write off a fire loss that I didn't get compensated from the insurance claim because of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. It says it's suspended through 2025. Do I get to recover that loss in 2026 then, or is it just simply a loss and I don't get any write-off for it? My understanding is, this is, I am no lawyer, don't have anything to do with insurance law, but from what I read, the it's a it's a weird little thing that they snuck in the tax code. I don't even understand why, but you if you can only deduct the loss in the year it occurred. Okay. So therefore, there's no carry forward that I am aware of. It says suspended. It doesn't say canceled. So that gives me hope. right, right. But, but that means that means suspended for the. But again, that is merely my understanding. Have you talked to your insurance person? No, I just was with my tax preparer, and that's when I discovered your tax this. preparer should know that. Should more well, than it we caught would. Caught her by surprise as well. It okay, caught her well, by surprise as well. We we thought maybe there was a glitch in the software because it didn't carry over. And no, 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 no. I'm looking. Uh, it on the internet in fact, hold on. And, okay. I, it, I can find, let me find the, uh, the IRS document because I was in an article I looked at. Uh, 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 um, um, <laughs> that is really complicated. It really is. Thank you. Thank you, Congress. Thank you so much. Um, oh my goodness, it is yes. covered into it uh, on the, on apparently on their website, uh, publication 547 oh yeah I believe. that's a good one too if you're having trouble yeah sleeping. there's nothing like a okay. publication 547, 547 late night read uh, <laughs> and uh but I, I i again this was an article i read a long time ago that for some reason stuck in the back of my head and mm-hmm. i seem to remember somebody complaining that well can it be carried forward or something mm-hmm. to that effect mm-hmm. but i'm not swearing to it because this is not something that i i'm an expert on but your accountant should certainly be able no, to get an opinion from the no your insurance person would know too they would know and the insurance person they're dealing that all the time know. yeah that shouldn't be a problem i would think more of the the tax repairer should have known but i'll back up and check with the insurance um there's a lot well. of stuff in the tax yeah the tax code unless they look it up they're not going to there's i'm, I'm going to try and look it up and see if that i can work for us and they there's a lot of stuff there that not mm-hmm. everybody knows they have to go well, hunt it down so it seems to be a moving target as well, because you can write off those losses that you aren't compensated for if it's a federally declared disaster. Exactly. Then yes. If it is a disaster. This, this was just a fire loss. Well, maybe you should send a note to the president and say, can, can you just declare my house a federal disaster? <laughs> maybe should something well, we else should happen. We tried to get COVID in, in there 20, somehow, but we couldn't tie it. 20, it, was, it was a COVID, COVID fire. COVID disaster. COVID fire or <laughs> yeah. something. There's always yeah, yeah. something. Well, you know how, uh-huh. how, how combustible COVID viruses can be. Oh, exactly. Um, yes, I just read that in publication 548. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. I forgot it was in 548. 
Exactly. Um, I just, I, I honestly, I wish I had the answer. I am looking at it right okay. now. And this, I look at, I found another article about it, that this is a different one than what I read, mm-hmm. but it says basically, uh, it, it, okay. This article is from a CPA that okay. says any loss that was not a result of a federally declared disaster would make the losses incurred before 2026 non-deductible so they say that with a bit of certainty and that usually Mm -hmm. means no Mm -hmm. carry forward but check again thanks for the call tom and don are talking real money reality radio for a really great future we're talking real money it's your show for Straight Talk on Doe. I'm Don. That's Tom. This is Talking Real Money. We're so glad you're there. And we hope you'll call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, particularly before I get out of here on vacation. Yeah. So call me. And uh, program reminder, Don will be gone the next three Saturdays, so there's more room to talk. Well, maybe I'm to trying. Me. I know, he's trying for the last I'm day. trying the to sneak for in sure. for the fifth. And for those of you sure. merry men out there, Mr. Merry Man will be here next Saturday, so join us. There's a surprise. I'm not here and Paul Merriman shows up. He's already he's volunteered to, to take over for the rest of the year or something, so he he's can stay He's always in trying Europe. to horn in my seat. <laughs> 855-935-TALK. Call us like Mike did. Mike, welcome to the program. Hi guys, um, I just I don't know if it's a stupid question or not, but uh, I I buy stock through my work and I get a fifteen percent discount and it comes out of my check every paycheck five uh, percent or ten percent whatever I want and so now I have put in over the last I don't know five years like thirty three thousand dollars in and it's worth fifty two thousand and I don't know if I just leave it in there because I mean I don't need it it's I don't even pay attention to it. But or if I take the thirty out and then leave twenty in there, just just so I'm playing with like free money. Does that make sense? Yep, I get it. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah. No, so I don't like. Do you this. want to answer this one this time? I don't know if you want re- to because every question so far stumped you. So I'm. I... No, this one I actually have a response. Number one. Okay. All right, I good. don't believe in these company stock programs i know it feels special because you get the 15 but he's getting 15 percent. you feel very special but this just came up recently with a certain a regional bank that went out of business where people had a lot of shares of that bank that are now worth nothing we do not trust companies one at a time and we've seen this over and over and over again where employees own the company stock because they trust the company because they know the company. I worked there, et cetera, et cetera, all those reasons. And so they feel comfortable having, in your case, $50,000 of the company stock. So, no, I don't favor it. I would get my money, and I would quit doing that. See, I I don't know. I I would be tempted to take it at a discount and then immediately, when I'm able to, sell it. Because well, it's a 15% fine. instant return on your money. Yeah. But, but I, down I, I'm Tom, I wouldn't keep it. And make, I, but who well, knows there's variance in that is this, the, Are these unrestricted shares? What do you, uh, like I can sell them whenever I want? Yeah. I can, uh, I have to hold them for six months. Then we have, but you know, that's just not, given the fact that you're, I don't know. Why? Why right. do you want to do it 15 I, That's why I wanted if I could I like, just take my money, 
just sell my money that I put into it, my thirty grand, yeah. and 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 play yep. with free money after that. No, actually, nope. what I would I'm with Tom. I would sell it all if uh, I would be on the fence on whether you should continue to take the stock and hold it for six months. I would not be opposed to that as much as he is. But the the stock that you own, the risks are too high, and I do not care how wonderful your company is. I don't care if it's Apple or Microsoft or Google or Tesla or whomever. Any company, any time, can go bye bye before that's, you can do a thing about it. Or WorldCom, yeah, no, Enron, Washington Mutual. There's others. So yeah. What yeah. if I took out I my bail. cost that I put into it? Will they still tax me because I've only ta- I'm only taking out what I put in? Yeah, you'll still tax yeah. you because yeah. you're going to have to come up with an accounting method on the shares, which is first in, first out, typically. So oh, okay. the first shares you the first shares you bought are the first yeah. ones you take out, and so it'll be based on what you paid for those shares. In fact, okay. you're going to have an That's- instant capital gain because of the fifteen percent. Yep, right off the bat. So there'll be taxes. Uh, you can't get away, that, f- and I would globally diversify in something at a low cost and get on with my life. So just you think I should just sell it all and then just don't do it again or just keep doing it and just start all over. Okay, well we we both agree on the sell it all. Okay, we're we're in agreement on sell it all. We're okay. in slight, ba- barely disagreement on whether to continue. It's I don't see it being a big problem to continue because you're not going to have a lot at risk and you're getting a fifteen percent free ride. Uh, for taking a little tiny bit of risk that the stock could go away in six months. But well, I would no, have it on a schedule. In six months. That's what I'm saying, though. But I would have it on a schedule where every six months, like I clockwork, I sold approach. it. Disciplined yeah, maybe. approach. Here's the thing. People, oh, yeah. no, he won't do that, though. No, no offense to Mike, because what happens is exactly what's happened. The stock may go up for a while, and I know this company. It's a great firm. I'm going to stick with it. Inertia takes over. I wouldn't do it. We're going to just discipline. agree to disagree here. So, discipline. We need discipline, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, sir. We need to be tougher on ourselves. Thank you so much for your call. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And we'll be back soon. Tom and Don are talking real money. In medicine, a second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And the calls keep rolling in because people need help with money. That's why we're here. And uh, let's see. Oh, wait. John, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Don. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? Good. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, I called uh, I called you guys about six months ago. 
I'm the guy with the old stock certificates. Yes, I sir. Gonna... I do recall. Okay. Um, and Don, I think he gave me good advice by calling a couple of brokerages, but um, the guy at uh, uh, Morgan Stanley, uh, the broker there, told me over the phone that they do not do that. But he gave me the transfer agent for my stock certificate was Warner Brothers from 1933. So to make a long story short, I called them and then I sent them a letter and they didn't respond. I followed up with email and so on. Anyway, after several months, they finally responded by going, this certificate is dated June 1933. Computer mm -hmm. shares was not the transfer agent at that time. Duh. And we can not help. We can't help you. So I have a couple ideas what to do next, but do you have any ideas? Okay, so it is Warner Brothers. It's a certificate in Warner Brothers. I'm trying to remember the details. Whose name yeah. is it in? My grandmother's name. Okay, and are is there a direct line of ownership that you could prove that you're the beneficial yes. owner of these shares? Yeah, it would have been you know, through my father and then through me. Okay. It was only discovered that uh, when my mother passed away a year ago in their like, fireproof box, you know. Um, the only thing I can think of, who, who did you speak to? Which transfer agent did you speak to? Oh, computer share. And I know um, about six weeks ago, you talked to the guy on the phone who was having a problem with computer share. And you suggested either emailing or writing the CEO. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. what what I would do is hold on. I'm trying to find out who uh, the transfer agent is now for Warner Brothers Discovery. Okay. Um, investor relations. Hold on a minute, because you okay. it, it is a it is a new company now. It's Warner Brothers right. Discovery is the name of the new company. And right. uh, I want to see if there's anything here. Ooh. Huh. Well, I'm going to have to do some looking. Let's see. Transaction. Yeah, it is through computer share. Uh, okay. I, would, I, 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 I would write them a, a, a real-life snail mail letter with a copy of the certificate, yeah. with all the data, and um, I would also CC, just go ahead and CC the CEO's office. Okay. Who is the CEO um, now? I, I think I, it, I, you said uh, six weeks ago on the phone to the other guy. Yeah, Stuart it's David, David, no, David oh. Zaslav is now the, uh, because they, remember they merged Discovery. So oh, he's the guy. Yes. He's the guy who's the head of Discovery, and now he's the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, David Zaslav, Z-A-S-L-A-V, and you can probably okay. find his, you can probably find Warner Brothers Discovery's mailing address online and mail mail a letter. CC, actually do a carbon copy like the old days. 
Mail a right. physical letter to him with a copy of the sh- that and send it to CompuShare too, and make sure you note that you CC'd him so that CompuShare knows the CE's office, the CEO's office is aware of it. Because if this is a legitimate share of Warner Brothers, then you literally are sitting on a gold mine. That's that's what I want to find out. <laughs> okay, I wish you the best. Um, like uh, if that's if that doesn't work. What about like uh, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau? Do they? They're, they're not going to do anything. No, I don't think this uh, this comes under their purview at all. The only other place okay. you might go is through the New York Stock Exchange, and see if they okay. can be of help. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot, Don. Good luck. Thanks for the call. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. And Jim, welcome to Talking Real Money. Well, I had a question regarding uh, a stock portfolio. Okay, go ahead. What's your question? Okay. Well, I'm the executor on my deceased son's estate. Um, Mm -hmm. It includes four individual stocks. And my question is, well, you know, I know you folks don't like individual. Well, you you don't prefer individual stocks. Well, we'd rather not see them in your portfolio because they don't make make great long-term sense. But go ahead. Okay, and and so would your recommendation be? And they're they're solid companies. They they pay dividends, and uh, I've done well so far with them. But should I just divest them when the market is strong? And uh, and, no, you do it now. You do it now because the market is strong. And we don't know when it will be stronger, if it will be stronger, if it will be weaker. We don't know any of those things. You sell them. You sell them because they will not have a major capital gains event because there's a step-up cost basis. And then whoever the beneficiaries are can invest those elsewhere, can invest okay. the money elsewhere. But as the executor, I would sell them and distribute money much, much easier. Real quick, Carl, what's your question? Hey, um my wife and I have a combined income of around 350000 I was wondering if I should back down my 401k contribution to the minimum of 4% to get the match and take the extra money for the remainder of the year and put it into my brokerage account. Uh, we don't plan on working much more than about 10 more years. Well, I mean, if it's if you need money to keep it to tide you over till you retire, then maybe the brokerage account makes sense. Otherwise, I'd go for the tax deferred account over ten years. Tom and Don are talking real money for your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Uh, if you need some help, we love helping people. It's what we do. We do it on the show, and we do it in real life all the time. We are a part of a company called Appella Wealth. We're both both of us are partners in that firm, and uh, we believe that everybody deserves help from somebody who really is looking out for their best interests, even if they don't ever want to hire us. We want to help everybody. So, and we've been doing this for years. It's absolutely true. You can just go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on the Meet and Advisor button and set up an appointment. You won't pay anything. There's no obligation, no high pressure sales pitch, or as somebody did today, you can just call Tom in the mornings on Saturday at 800-386-3004. 
you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.